0: Hello and welcome to the Life Is Story podcast. I'm Josh Olds, and today I'm talking with John Kingston, the author of American Awakening: Eight Principles to Restore the Soul of America. John, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for all your listeners to having me here.
0: Uh, let's let's start off with this. Just what what was the inspiration for this book? What made you think that this is something that Americans need to hear?
1: right so i um have been active in the public square the last handful of years starting in 2016 and when i say active i mean for the first time i, I kind of try to insert myself in the public square instead of just trying to do things in support of of, of movements or, or efforts um you know so behind the scenes over time i i own patheos and belief net i made movies i i you know i've worked in a lot of public policy initiatives et cetera. Et cetera. but i never was actually the kind of trying kind to of, uh, play my way onto the stage to see if I could influence things. That's, that's that, uh, changed in 2016 with the rise of, 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 Trumpism and, and, uh, and, uh, the way that, uh, uh, you know, both church and, and, and country and my, my people seem to, to to not stand for the principles I cared about. So, so in 2016 I, I launched into a better for America, which was to stand against the rise of, of Trumpism. And then 2017 and 2018, I, I, uh, uh, then moved to uniting America and, uh, uh, project to run. I ran for, for Senate. Um, the seat held by Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. So I figured I could stand against the left extremism and, and the right extremism all at the same time. And, and what I found in the 2016, 2017, 2018 uh, uh, set of cycles was the following: uh, that that you know we're we're asking people uh, in the public square to act in ways that they've, they've at the moment lost the capacity to, um, they, they for, we forgot. It's, it's not like, okay, be civil. Um, and, and everybody can start to play nice once again, when you have lost the sense of your purpose and your meaning and significance in the world, you forget that we're supposed to live in community. We're supposed, you know, we are, uh, bound together as people of faith. If you're a person of faith by, by these types of, we're all God's children ideals, um, uh, made in God's image, um, you know, individually and collectively, or that we're all citizens of a republic and equal in that regard, and all all uh, deserving of respect. If you've forgotten those fundamentals about who you are, which is you know basically the spiritual and and, and uh, uh, you know public square political republican you know small r republican values, you forget all that, uh, then then how are you going to, you know, sort of just be kind to somebody who's directly, you know, opposite you and all these guys? So I sort of realized was that um, uh, the the problems out there uh, demanded something um, different and deeper than what politics or the public square could could lead people to. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of of good leadership and and good leadership is, is a really big component of all this. But fundamentally, these are our spiritual issues and what we needed was a spiritual awakening. So the book and the the whole American Awakening movement uh, was a call for spiritual awakening and regrounding ourselves in the the basics of who we are as as people, as uh, children of a living and loving God and and as Americans together.
0: Yeah, Uh, to to me, it's, it's this idea that we increasingly have looked to politics to save us. Uh, and I think that that is um, – as the world grows more secular, as America grows more secular, I think that's to be expected uh, because in, in the absence of, of a, a, any religious component, then government does kind of begin to fulfill that role uh, in public life. And what we have found over the course of the last four years especially, but even you know, decades before that, um, is that it just led to an increased level of division, an increased level of hostility, and an increased level of extremism. And so I think what you're saying is that if we not ignore the political principles, but begin with the spiritual core, and then see how the political principles work out of that, then that's going to be the beginning too. We're still going to have... Uh, disagreements we're still going to have policy disputes we're still going to have differences of opinion on how government should work but when we begin with that common unity we can then debate amid all the diversity
1: correct uh, completely agree and and um, you know I'd say I'd say um, uh, you know at all the question is whether we're talking about about people of faith and, and, and the values we're holding or, you know, people in the public square. So I'm going to talk about people of faith for just a minute here. Uh, people of faith have, we've lost the thread. We've lost the narrative uh, of who we are as people of faith. Uh, you know, our, we, we, we are, I'm just going to get really bold and revolutionary and radical sounding here for a moment here, but we are, arguably as racist and materialist and politicized and polarized as the culture around us. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you're that way, why do we expect to be people of salt and light and transformative quality? Right. Um, so, so what we have to do is go back, you know, and and we've got, we've we've had a, we've had a misbegotten political and public square theology, um, for decades now, uh, which has turned, you know, a generation of Christian voters um, into single issue voters, uh, for instance, and, and it doesn't matter what compromise is required um, to get a, a, you know, perhaps conceivably pro-life uh, Supreme Court justice, although that's far from certain, we, we, we never know exactly about those things, that the future is always uncertain to us. Um, You know, we'll 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 make those compromises. And and don't get me wrong here. I'm not a squish on these matters. Um, You know, I started a pro-life, pro-religious liberties organization at Harvard Law School in the early '90s. Um, You know, I I I believe in these values, but they're not the only values, and indeed, they're not the most fundamental. The most fundamental values stem from you know uh, principles like Jesus. Jesus only gave us one horizontal, you know, relationship amongst human being command, right? He said, love your neighbor as yourself, right? The other one is love God with all your heart and all your mind. Okay, so we'll call that a, you know, call that a, vertic- a, a vertical principle, right? But the horizontal one about how we ca- conduct ourselves on the planet, the whole law and all the commandments are caught up in that. And, you know, you look through, um, you know, all the, the the scriptures, you know, the Jeremiah and and you know, you know, in captivity, you're to bless the city. You're not supposed to dominate the city. You're not supposed to overcome the city. Um, you're supposed to bless it. Um, you know, when 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 uh, um, you know all the all the Pauline uh, work in the New Testament is about you know ultimately love, right? Um, you know, so so somehow or other we've 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 reverse engineered the gospel, which is is something about sacrifice and and, and love for the other. Uh, and we've engineered into something which is about triumphalism and having our values uh, you know, always win in the public square. And, it, you know, again, I'm a conservative. I mean, I've been a conservative my entire life, so it's not, it's not like I'm against these principles. It's just that those are the, the, the many of these principles are, are second-order principles. The first principle is loving your neighbor as yourself and carrying that into the, into the public square. Um, and even if you, even if you fight, ferociously for the principle you believe in, you know, the, the, even if you are a single issue vote, voter, ultimately, you cannot demean or disparage or look down upon in the name of our faith. You cannot do that, because that is not our faith. Um, it's, something, it's something, but it's not, it's not Christianity. It's something else. Um, and uh, the, the test of whether you're acting as a Christian in public square is whether you're acting congruent with, with uh, uh, you know, the principles and values of what, what God taught us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think increasingly in public life, it has been harder and harder to, for, it, it, we don't, to be blunt, um, I feel like for especially white evangelical Christians, um, we're not seeing that sort of love for the other, that sort of love for the neighbor, particularly in the public square. We still obviously give lip service to it in our in our church meetings. Uh, and we might say, well, the church is, is to be the center of this. But when it comes to the public square and the way that many evangelicals are either speaking or the people who they are promoting are speaking, does not seem to embody that love for the neighbor um, that, that, that we ought to. And um, this, this didn't just begin with Trump. It's something that's been ongoing and degrading for for a while um, but for you, was it sort of the rise of Donald Trump and evangelicals' connection to him that sort of led you to go, whoa, 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 wait, when, when did this happen?
1: Well, so, so, so um, I will describe it this way. I, I had, I had been observing uh, the slide of of uh, of uh, church in state um, for a number of years. I've been, you know, again, I've been been active since, call it 2000 in these matters. And, and, you know, I made a a film called Mitt about uh, Mitt Romney, um, which is uh, premiered at Sundance and and the opening night and um, was the first um, documentary, uh, original documentary for Netflix. Um, I mean, so so I've, I've been doing things in the public square for a long time. And, and, and I was always trying to say, the, you know, I think we're kind of on track, um, you know, but just we got to fight harder. We got to do better. We got to, you know, fill in blank here as people of faith, uh, you know, reorient some degree or, or you know, uh, culture reorient some degree. But but um, I didn't fundamentally think we were just off track uh, until 2016. Now, maybe 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 it's my lack of my lack of, uh, you know, acuity and insight and perception. Um, uh, w- wiser observers than I p- probably saw it, but um, I don't recall, you know, too many, too many folks speaking so profoundly, um, you know, about the fact that that um, you know where where you know all of our values are, are turned upside down, and then 2016 happened, and uh, you know I spoke uh, with uh, Republican governors of faith, Republican uh, senators of faith, because I, I spent all all year in 2016 trying to stop the rise of of, of Trump and Trumpism. Uh, Because I was so certain that this was anathema um, to our fundamental values as as uh, Christians, most importantly, and as um, as uh, as people of of conservative principle, Uh, you know, so I I talked to dozens of Republican senators, governors on this subject. And and, and, you know, I asked, you know, you know, how could we possibly sign on to this? It is um, antithetical to who, who we are. So politicians I was I was profoundly frustrated with especially people that attach their names to our faith but the people I was even more frustrated with were were, you know leaders of our of our faith themselves you know not not people in the public square and uh, the inability to uh, speak with clarity and and command to say you know this is what is truth and this is what is not truth that is what um, you know the 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 Judeo-Christian tradition is always called for its, its uh, spiritual leaders to share, right? You know, it, it doesn't mean that you can't say things like, I mean, I'm just going to give you, the, you know, the, 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 um, the, the allowable extreme on this. Um, okay, well, I, you know, I really, I really feel like I got to vote for him because, um, you know, this value, the other value. But I will spend every moment of my, of my days after that standing against, you know, the way, you know, he's corrupting truth and you know, acting in predatory ways, um, undermining American ideals and institutions. I, I will vote, but I will also stand as a person of faith in, in the public square, you know, and, and work with all my energy um, to to stop that. I mean, that that that'd be a viable um, principle, um, but uh, but just to go over and then and then have behaviors, you know, the behaviors of our leaders um, looks increasingly Trumpist itself. You know, look at. You know, that uh that you know, as you look at what some of um you know, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s done and in, 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 you know, re- recent years, uh Franklin Graham and Eric Metaxas uh talking about how people were satanic if they, they didn't actually um if they were actually resisting um, you know, tr- Trumpism. Uh, you know, John MacArthur in that sort of, you know, unusual um you know, moment um on, on the panel, you know, a year back. Um you know, it, behaviors which we would always have said before are are inconsistent incongruent with who we are as people of faith now they're just the the that seem to be the coin of the realm and just the way folks go go and and, and nobody seems to bat an eye um, so long, long way around to yes 2016 was when it when it elevated to a different level for me and and I said you know what I got I got to I got to put my got kind of, to you know dedicate my my life and my breath to to, to try to lean in against this and show real leadership in, in these in these dark times.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: part of that, and this is not the only thing that you've done, obviously, but part of that is this book, and part of that is these eight principles that you outline. Um, when you sat down to write this book, did you already have in mind like, okay, here are the eight things, or how did you come up with? I think this is the core of what we need to get our civic life back to being civil.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's you know it's it's iterative, you know when you do these things, right? Um, uh, you know you you start with a a vision, um, uh, but but I, but I you know eventually iterated on this to the point where where it led down, um, is I knew where I was starting from, which is which is principles like you know of of the individual as the individual, how to how you how you know that we're meant to have purpose and meaning and what the what the the through line is on, on that and and that is it's not the search of happiness for happiness. That's not, that's a, a, you know, a vain search, which has been, which is the West has been on for some time. It's no, it's a search for purpose. I mean, it's a search for finding who we are. Christians call that calling or vocation. Oftentimes, you know, why are we on the planet? We all, every one of the 330 million Americans are here for a reason. God put you on the planet because you matter and we need you. We need you in the church. If you're in the church or we, we need you in the country, if you're in the country, everybody's got something to bring to the table. Uh, you know, I, I knew I knew it would start with principles like purpose and it was needed to hit principles like overcoming adversity, um, you know, that we're, we're made to redeem her adversity. I knew I, I, I uh, had to hit principles like we're supposed to live together in community um, because, um, you know, we're, we're not meant to, you know, binge Netflix alone in our rooms and, you know, be Facebook friends with folks without real human contact and leaning into each other's lives. And so I knew some of those principles uh, were, were the sort of building blocks and, and, and building us into ever greater community. What I didn't know when I first started writing was that that um, you know ultimately I would I would land this uh, book uh, in in what is um, a a truly deeply um, ideals driven book about the blessed community of who we're supposed to be all together, um, and, and that lands in a in a, in a uh, a blessed community version of this, which is a Christian one, uh, you know, and, and echoes the greats of the past, um, you know, Dr. King and others. Uh, but it also echoes the deepest of American ideals. I didn't know that that I was going to end up there when I started it. Now, what's amazing is, uh, and, I, and I worked with spiritual directors of mine and, and, and African-American pastors, um, and, you know, as the, as the book, on I don't know if you've had the opportunity to read it, but, but it tells the story of how I pledged a black fraternity Um, as the only white guy to do that and, and how, how that has unspooled a life, which has led me to a, you know, a vision, which is, which is, uh, you know, dramatically transformed over my, my five plus decades on the planet. Um, but, but as a, you know, African-American minister, spiritual directors, you know, and I wrestled through some of the principles that I I work with neuroscientists at, 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 uh, Ohio State, social scientists at Harvard. Um, you know, African-American ministers and, 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 others to sort of, you know, bring this, this uh, constellation of inputs together. Um, and then, you know, what eventually happened was I wrote something, which, which, you know, you know, unbelievably to my mind um, uh, was spot on the moment of the racial reckoning of the, of the, you know, second quarter of this year, you know? So I, I, I knew, I knew this stuff was bad in America, but I didn't see coronavirus coming. I didn't see George Floyd, you know, Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor coming in the American racial reckoning, but all these principles uh, about how we're supposed to get on together uh, were written about, um, you know, in, in uh, the, the, the final chapters of the book and, and just sort of blaze a trail, lead a way for, for people, um, you know, the the, the, the you know, the coastal elites um, have their own, you know, sort of conversations on this, the New York Times, the Atlantic, or, you know, what, whatever, white fragility or, you know, whatever the, whatever the things are, but, you know, this book was designed to speak to, um, uh, you know, as as simply as possible to people, um, you know, of faith, um, uh, of America, you know, who who are wrestling through these things and and helping to extrapolate from the principles of our faith and the principles of our country, helps them see how we're supposed to be different together.
0: Mm -hmm. There's a chapter in the book uh, where you just say we're more alike than different, respond instead of react. I think that phrase, respond instead of react, really captures the essence of where we've been at. I I think on on both sides of the political spectrum is that something absolutely abhorrent and evil happens, and we're very reactionary toward it. And then people are reactionary to the reaction, and it's back and forth, back and forth, and it creates a, a lot of heat and not a lot of light. And then things die down and we are at this uneasy tension until the next thing happens, which is, you know, a day, a week, a month, even an hour later. Um, What is the difference for you between reacting to something and responding to it?
1: Uh, Response is, um, you know, basically calls on uh, you know, a, 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 higher principle, um, you know, that than then whatever the visceral re, re, you know, principle is in the moment. I use use a storyline of, of, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, um, who did a, did a, a cognitive test. Malcolm Gladwell is, as I'm sure many of your listeners know is a uh, half, half black, originally Canadian. Um, and, uh, he, he, um, uh, he took a a, uh, um, a cognitive test which showed that he has he he had a a, a strongly strongly pro white anti black bias um, and he said to himself well you know that's the that's the constellation of all sorts of inputs you know is it, am I, am I a self loathing black person no, it, it, it's not. It's just it's somehow it's a constellation of inputs that, it, you know, uh, cultural inputs and reading you've done and and a whole bunch of things. It's beyond your control to some degree. It, you know, you, you've you're wired a certain way. You're you know, you're a, a, a white uh, person from uh, Tuscaloosa um, and, you know, all you've known is this. You're a black person from Detroit. All you've known is this. Well, those are understandable. It's hu- it's human to have that constellation, right? Um, that is, you know, the natural human condition. Um, so, it too would be the natural human condition to react to the Samaritan. Um, you know, the, the the I'm sorry, the react to the, um, the, the 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 person who was on the you know struggling on the side of the the road in the in the Good Samaritan story. The reaction would be like, hey, I don't know, maybe it may be, maybe dangerous, and maybe peril here, or the, the, the woman at the well, also Samaritan, um, you know, OK, so she's from a different tribe. I'm a man. She's a woman. Uh, you know, the reaction would be would, would have not put Jesus in, in, in contact with her in that basis. The response level of this is that second that another order that, that God actually calls us to, which is basically and, and we, we, we wrestle in the, the chapter with us the neuroscience and social science and this as well. It's not just a God principle. It's actually just a wiring principle that, yes, it is understandable to have that visceral experience, which wants to take you in a direction like Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell's um, having, in, you know, a basic antipathy to black people um, in first instance. Um, but the response version of this is, wait, hold on here. You know, what's the what's the bigger narrative here? Um, you know, you've triggered me by doing that. You've said something that's um, you said something that's, you know pro aoc online and, and i'm a conservative person um and if i'm triggered you know how how could somebody smart say, say that you think to yourself well wait a second hold on there you know um you know there's bigger things going on about who we are as people and and, and you may disagree but 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 you know if you were actually ha- able to have perfect information which none of us have of course actually able to have perfect information about everything about that person on the other side and the the, the areas of commonality and overlap, the Venn diagrams, you know, they're invariably so much greater than, than, you know, what you first imagine. And and we're, we're taking that, we're taking that spot of, of most tender, sensitive disagreement and, and, and going right at it. And this is teaching us a different way to go the, go the way of finding, finding what is actually of, of commonality. And, And again, for people of faith, um there's no two ways about it um the creation story is we're all created in the image of god uh collectively which means that josh you know it's not you in the image of god and john in the image of god and and aoc in the image of god and we're all totally the image of god no no aoc plus me plus you um you know uh you know p- plus vice president Pence. you know the we're, we're all part of the constellation of, of 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 what is is collectively the image of God, and we're and we're designed, we're designed ultimately, um, you know, get beyond those you know understandable animalistic visceral reactions. We're 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 wired ultimately to find those commonalities, and, that, and that's where response lives.
0: Mm-hmm. And that level of response, I think, uh, it leads to conversation, and it leads to dialogue, and, and it leads to the kind of conversation that brings about change. Um, you mentioned there's there's a point in the book uh, where there's a conversation, I I make sure I get this right, the conversation, I think, between two of your friends uh, that was regarding a, a racial issue where one, one individual had said something that another took to be um, racist uh, and how they had expressed that. And there's the opportunity at that point then for the conversation to break down completely or for there to be a constructive conversation about, you know, why did you feel that way? What is the background for this? And um, they were able to have that conversation and came out the better for it. How do we develop, uh, maybe you can talk to that specific instance in, in the book, uh, but how do we develop those kinds of conversations where both individuals are willing to have those Difficult conversations.
1: Well, it, they're, 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 they're muscles to be exercised. That's for sure, right? So, so it's it, it you know it does it, it it does not come automatically to many of us. It's understandable. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, got you know, we're we're just people after all. And 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 you know what? My very intelligent, very wise, uh, you know, Chinese American friend felt in that first moment was like you know that and, he, and he's very wise he is so wise i can't even tell you and but what he felt was um you know that um the other guy um was was uh, uh the other guy um was, was not understanding how a, an old hurtful stereotype could just be joked about um you know it, it, it well how come why don't you get that? Why don't you get that? The other guy's like, well, I'm just making a joke and I don't intend anything. You know, of course there's, you know, there's a, you know, huge body of literature and understanding about the difference between, you know, in intent and effect. And, and, you know, the fact that it's not, it's not a neutral fact that, that, that the guy that this was, you know, happened to be a Japanese American wrestler, you know, who's, it was, you know, had to, you know, play the parody of stereotypes. And, and, you know, it's a, The shameful part of the history you know for for Asian American peoples in the you know 20th century United States well uh you know the other guy my buddy from Kentucky great guy super wise himself he just didn't know that right um and and so and so you you know understandably the first feeling is you know on my on my Chinese American friend hey why don't you understand and the other guy's like well why don't you understand that I don't mean anything and and then um And then, you know, under the the muscle to be exercised is, okay, let me, let's just, let's just take a breather here. Everybody just, uh, uh, you know, sort of let's, let's go to, to shared understandings about the fact that I trust you as a human being. And, and let me see if we can explain this with each other, uh, to each other and, and, you know, dial down the rhetoric, you know, lower the water temperature uh, of the conversation. And um, what do you know? Um, They came to a new spot of understanding and that uh, it's not easy. I mean, look, no, nothing that's worthwhile is, is ever easy. <laughs> we, we, you, you, and I know that Josh, uh, it, it's not easy. And right now, um, you know, right now, uh, everybody wants to hold the other side, whoever the other side is in contempt and, and automatically and quickly. <laughs> and how's that working? How's that working out for us? <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, so, so, and this and this is where this is where I say um, josh, you know people of faith, our faith it's in our DNA to do it differently i mean god i mean uh, other people out there um you know i' is the let me be a little bold here i you know uh say, well, why would I expect the Machiavellian secularist to somehow you know be a deep you know treasure trove of empathy and understanding toward towards somebody you know on the other side of something well no, living congruent with their values, they, they may not be, but our values, our values, are love your neighbor as yourself, and the other person, the other person, on the, the person on the other side of the conversation, the person that triggered you, and yes, you are triggered. That's okay. I mean, it's it's it's, it's okay that you're triggered. It's what you do with it, right? Um, the person on that side of the conversation is, uh, you know, according to our Christian wiring, our Christian principles, what God's called us to, is is a, you know, a, a fellow child of God a fellow citizen of the Republic. And I got to figure out how to make common cause of them. I mean, not, not necessarily on the the point of disagreement that that doesn't have to happen. We don't have to agree about everything. Uh, We don't have to to like each other, Uh, but but we are called to love each other. Um, So
0: there is, there's a sense that we have to build that community um, and acknowledge other people's, Diversity, diversity of experience, diversity of opinion, even diversity of foundational core beliefs within the within this, the uh, public uh, sphere. Um, you you wrote in the book that taking the time to get to know someone has got to be the cornerstone of the solution to to regaining um, to have this sort of American awakening. And that the, I think the, the line was, I had this written down, um, the, the less that we reflect God, the less human we become. How how does understanding the image of God um, get us to the sort of loving community that we need, not just within the faith, but within the, the public uh, sphere as well?
1: Well... <coughs> that goes to the, the point that I was uh, making before mm-hmm. Josh, which is the, um, the bit about um, the bit about we are made collectively. And I talk about this ex- at some length in the book. Uh, I don't know this, this theological understanding may be, you know, be out there in all sorts of areas. Uh, but I've been a Christian for, for forever. Uh, and I read a lot of stuff. Uh, no one had ever told me this before. So it was, the breakthrough for me when I, when I wrestled this to ground was, was this idea that you know, I always thought that the made in the image of God was a sort of a singular concept. Not that that's not powerful enough, right? It's super powerful. it's wonderful um, that Josh, Josh Olds is made in the, the image of God. So it's so compelling. But when I realized that, the, that the, um, the actual text had to do with the community of God's self, you know, which we, you know, identify in the, as, as, the, as the Trinity. Um, you know, the, the God is so big that he, he cannot live, he doesn't, he, God doesn't live in singularity. He lives himself in a community. Um, God, Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. That um, was, God and, and the collective was pouring into um, his children on this planet uh, the facets of who he is in the collective. And, and so, so I'm not fast like Usain Bolt. Um, Usain Bolt may not have some uh, economic insights. I have. I don't know. I really don't know what Usain Bolt's good at and not good at. But he could be great. He could be better, smarter than me in that too. But but though, so his speed, you know, in and, and his you know his wonderful um, you know ability to to perform is itself an image, you know, a facet of the image of God um the things that josh brings to the table are are fast to the image uh, you know fast to the image of god uh and so so you know it's it's a very it's a very profound idea it's hard to dial into but if you think about the fact that when you connect that point, um that we're all made the image of god and and you go to all the way to revelation when you say it's all you know people tribes you know tongues etc um We'll be together, praising God. And then in the middle of that, there's the Jesus command to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, that's the connective tissue uh, of the whole arc of God's creation. The connective tissue is that, uh, you know, when you really understand what God is doing about the whole, you know, the whole shooting match, the whole thing, you can't, you can't resist, um, you know, loving that neighbor, however challenged it might be, and, and and still be congruent with the basic storyline. Because they are themselves a, a a dimension of the image of God. Now, there, a lot of their behaviors may, may tarnish that. It may, may make it super frustrating. It may, you know, the, the whole bunch of stuff that, that, you know, may make it very hard to do. We know that. Um, so it's not easy. But nevertheless, the principle holds that, that, that you know, you, we're made to be collectively in God's image, we're, you know, we're, we're we're instructed that it's to to do consistent with our wiring to love one another, and ultimately we're all going to be together. And, and so when you love, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself, you're saying, well, it's it's you know, you know, on, on some very, this is like this is a very abstract concept. So bear with me, Josh and listeners. Um, but the abstract concept is, is that somehow or other, um, that you you can. You know what you, you get that you're loving your neighbor as yourself is two sides of the same coin because we're all made collectively in the image of God. Um, you you can't you can't reject the love of your neighbor and actually be congruent with your your own, um, you know, God's child status. Um, mm. it's, it's a lot to chew on there, I know. But but that's that's the uh, those, those are the basics there.
0: Yeah, that is, it's such an ideal. And it's very easy to look at it and say, this is what we need this is where we should be. And then I look, turn around, and I look at where we are. And it's, there's such a gap there between where we are currently, particularly, I think, accelerating in the wrong direction. Um, how, and this is the core of the book, I guess. How do we turn that around? Um, so what, what can we do as an individual... And I'll even specify and say, "What are you doing as an individual to be a part of that American awakening?"
1: So, um, wow, um,
0: <laughs> it's a, it's an easy answer, well, I'm sure. You can just give it to me point by yeah. point.
1: Um, well, I mean, so so look, I mean, everybody's got their their spot in the world, and and and. Uh, you know the, re- the requirement for somebody to act congruent with, with their, their, this uh, these principles, um, you know, on Wall Street or I, I used Tuscaloosa before or Nick Saban is the you know the coach of Alabama or um, you know or uh, you know Beyonce, <laughs> I mean it's it's different for everybody. So let's just be clear, um, you know. So everybody's just got to figure out where they fit in on this, but the pr- but the principles are the same the principles are you know again just go back to it you're made for purpose meaning and significance you're you're called to love your neighbor you're, you're supposed to redeem adversity um you know you're supposed to live in community and, and 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 you know no 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 one no one ever gets perfect attendance on this stuff of course um you know, no one ever gets perfect attendance on, like, you know, honoring the Sabbath and, and realizing you need, you know, less, more, you know, less than you think, which is another one of the chapters. Yeah, you know, we're, we're all, we're all tempted to want more, you know, but, but when you stand against your desire for wanting more and accept that you're, you, you know, that, that either time or, you know, effort or, or, you know, goods, material goods that you, you know, you, we're okay with less and we live in gratitude, then we, we live more free. So, so, uh the, it, it, there's not there's a, a um uh you know there's a a um uh, you know just a the point is you never get it perfectly um but we we you know at some point you're way off track and i'm not trying to tell anybody in particular person they're way off track um but as a people we are way off track and so spiritual awakening starts person by person you know it's only god it's only God who actually is in control of that's but below, above all of our pay grade, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm leaning in to, to say, hey, God's out there for y'all. you all. You know, there, there's something better and something more, just real freedom. Um, and we're missing it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's start to wrap this up. And I kind of want to get off on a slightly different topic that's not not as it, – it's associated with the book in the sense that it's part of the American Awakening and part of what you're doing Uh, But you're actually launching, the day that we are recording this podcast is uh, August 20th, and uh, you are launching a new organization, a new movement to kind of go along with that uh, called Christians Against Trumpism and Political Extremism. Uh, Can you talk to me about that and how you feel like that fits with the, the concept of American Awakening that you're working toward?
1: Yeah. So, so the, the, the cornerstone principle here is we need spiritual awakening. Uh, I'm, I'm my, my last handful of years in, in public life and meeting many thousands of people out there and seeing the fear and the pain and, and the, and the conflict and, and 80% of Americans think that the, the country is spiraling out of control. 80% of Americans think the country is spiraling out of control. That's an amazing number. Um, you know, the anxiety, uh, isolation, um, uh you know uh depression spiking in every demographic 150,000 deaths of despair last year almost as many as is you know due to coronavirus this year uh, you know race um virus um you know you know so many levels of these things so so we we need to be brought to our knees um you know metaphorically speaking um and say god um you know you're you're out there for us and 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 you know let's let's figure out the basics of all this so that, that's the that's the aspirational bit of it all, but sometimes there are there are dark things and, and you know I believe deeply in that, that's awakening. Sometimes there are dark things, um you know clouds of darkness, shadows of darkness that that keep us um so confused. Um, that that we find you find it very challenging to get back on our path, and 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 that is what Trumpism has been, um, you know, to to the the church in America, um, and uh, um, you know, to uh, people of faith and and, and, and and outside and beyond. Um, so I have to stand against that. Um, you know, I, I, again, this is not about policies. Um, you know, all things taken together, I'm sure I'm sure that you know seven or eight out of ten, um, you know. Um, Republican policies that mm. being advanced under Trump. If anything's getting advanced these days, it's hard to tell. But <laughs> I probably agree with yeah. m- agree with more than yeah. not. But but you know now there's just something awry that, that they pull the pin out of the grenade every single day. Um, you know, undermining our our fundamental ideals, telling lies. Um, that is is destabilizing to human beings, and, and so people are are thrown off their game every single day in some form or fashion just a little bit more and are unable to remember oh yeah so i'm a i'm a person i'm supposed to own my own agency i'm supposed to you know build to to purpose meaning significance love my neighbor all that sort of stuff what well, they're getting they're getting uh riled up every day in ways that um is uh you know just taking everybody off their game and so i i, I I'm, a, I'm not for leftist extremism um I, i'm 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 you know i'm I'm, I'm not for Trumpism. I'm just I'm just saying there's we have to dial it back and, and especially people of faith, that seems to be you know the the, the issue is that they that we've we've also sort of attached ourselves to or so many have attached themselves to to this mm-hmm. um, this particular shadow of darkness.
0: I feel like in, in 2016, a lot of Christians um, who a lot of white evangelical Christians who who voted for Donald Trump uh, did so using a lesser of two evils argument. And uh, that, you know, that's a bigger concept than we have time to get into today. Um, but also w- with the sense that uh, Donald Trump kind of became a representative of sorts to do what the American church could not. Uh, cause at the time, I feel like the churches were saying, well, yes, we should love our neighbor, um, but we want someone in the government who is going to uh, crack down on immigration and refugees. Uh, So it it, it became, and that's just an example, but it kind of became a thing of saying we're electing someone to do the things the church can't do uh, or to do the things that would be wrong for the church to do uh, in a sense. And that's an argument that I had heard from people that God created the church and the government to be different and, Yes, that is that's that accurate, um, but we want we want a government – almost like we want a government at odds with what the church is doing in some sense. So Trump kind of becomes this scapegoat that we can kind of put all of our uh, kind of real thoughts and feelings into while still kind of enacting a version of what we're supposed to do, love each other, inside the church. Four years later, what I've seen is that the church – is no longer just saying, okay, this is Trump, this is the government. It's a wholesale embrace of that sort of language that he uses, uh, the policies, uh, and, and sometimes not just, not the policies per se, but the way in which the policies are enacted, um, that the church is now completely embracing that level of dialogue and that level of... Um, engagement in the public sphere and why as as a white evangelical christian why do you feel like the demeanor of donald trump and everything has been so attractive to the white evangelical church Uh, (laughs) although maybe if there's an answer to this we could we we could have avoided we, we wouldn't have any need for your entire organization
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I I, what I fundamentally think is that the there is a um, our spiritual adversary is having a field day in America right now. Um, And and black is white. White is black or so well, you know, downright Orwellian, right. Um, truth is untruth and untruth is truth. Um, you know, wh- what is directly antithetical to Christian values is is uh, advanced in the name of, of our faith. Um, and behaviors and, and approaches and the like. Um, and, you know, and going back to uh, the great masters, um, you know, Lewis and Screwtape or, or whatever, you know, the, the, our spiritual adversary ultimately can't win. Um, but man, you know, the forces of evil powers and principalities, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the rage against us, they, they can sure wreak havoc for a long time. Uh, and I just, I just, I, I am, um, you know, been amazed over the last handful of years, um, how, um, how all, all of our principles have been turned upside down, um, in and the, and the, the name of, of, uh, of, um, you know, uh, the rationalization, the compromise, whatever. I mean, I, 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 again, this isn't even about a political vote, people may, you know, may have needed to, you know, um, you know, sign on with their conscience, um, you know, to, to a vote. That's, that's okay. It's between them and God. But, uh, but what I know is that, um, you know, the, the, the God of the universe, the God that we all serve, um, is not in favor of giving away, um, you know, everything for a bowl of porridge Um, and so giving away our blessing for a bowl of porridge. And, uh, I'm just, I'm just against that. Um, it, you know the the the, the churches is, is um, uh, you know profoundly uh, tottering on you know uh, irrelevance and you know I mentioned earlier race and race issues um, you know materialism politicization I mean there's tons of wonderful Christians out there I'm not, you know I'm not I'm not sort of trying to say you know say everybody's bad it's not that way it's not that way at all but at scale and in total um you know we with our political attachments and our scandals and our 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 values which are no different than the, the 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 prevailing culture around us um we've got very little to offer these days and um unless we turn turn that around um it's going to be uh you know it's going to be a a uh you know a, a a tough run of t- t- even tougher run of years um so my 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 claim for this is 2020 is uh, American awakening and and um, you know standing against the darkness and let's start to move into light, folks. And that's the that's the cause we're championing here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, John, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm sure if we had hours to to talk all sorts of political policy, we'd probably find a number of things that we don't agree on, uh, but can still work together and work toward this sense of renewal among the things that. We do agree on, and we agree on that foundation that, like, regardless of Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, whatever whatever the the political party is, this is so much bigger than that. To restore a level of civility to our political process and in the public sphere, and to restore the soul of America, and to really uh, restore those principles that, um, you know, and make, make us. Make us the idealized version. I think that we've always thought that we were. And um, for those of you that are out there that you feel like this has been a lonely journey for you uh, in these past past few years, and you felt politically homeless and you felt um, spiritually disconnected with the church uh, because of, of of various things. Um, i want you to know that you're not alone you're not alone Uh, i'm here uh, john's here and there's this whole there's there's this whole thing uh that's bubbling up behind and um it's amid the darkness uh, i think we're going to see the light i think we're going to if we really work hard for this if we really rely on god's grace and come back use these principles that are in the book to regain the sense of civility then i I, I, it, we're not lost yet. We can we can turn it around. Uh, so again, the book is uh, American Awakening. Uh, it is in stores. It's in stores now. I think it released in June, correct? In uh,
1: July.
2: But July. Yeah.
0: It released it's in July. On- it's out. Um, go ahead.
1: Anywhere, anywhere books are sold. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and, and check us out at AmericanAwakening.us and uh, ChristiansAgainstTrumpism.com. Uh, And, uh, you know, as Josh said, you're not alone. Uh, Let's lean into this together. Um, You know, we 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 will, we can, we shall overcome.